Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today I'm going to be talking about the prosperity gospel and the dangers of it. Before I start, I'm not against tithes or offerings. I'm against how television preachers, especially, use their scriptures to con people. I understand churches need to pay the bills. People like our pastors need provisions, and missions and ministries need funded. The prosperity gospel, name it and claim it, or the health and wealth gospel is the most popular teaching in American churches and the world, which is the scary part, because that tells me that people have the preachers have gone away from their first love and started uh, focusing on the things of this world. But what the Bible, but what does the Bible really say about it? Let's go to Matthew six nineteen twenty four. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy. Where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The eye is the lamp of the body, and if your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one despise the other and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Okay, so the prosperity gospel teaches that we should get everything we can in this life. And there's nothing wrong with being rich. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having plenty. Nothing wrong with that. But What's happening in our churches is that we're looking down on the people who cannot obtain those things. And God does not promise earthly wealth. He promises that we will be with him forever. And that is what we should be looking forward to. That is the treasure and the blessing that we have received. And that, and they teach that our blessings are all physical and not spiritual. The biggest reason why we pay tithes is because God wants us to battle our insecurities and our greed. But the prosperity gospel feeds on our greed. It tells us that if we give, then we can receive perfect health and meet our financial dreams. Jesus promised that God would provide our needs with whether we tithe or not. The prosperity gospel also cannot explain how people who don't even step foot in church or don't even believe in God, how they are rich. Because obviously, if they're enemies of God, why would God bless them? They don't give in tithes, so why would God, if tithing is the only way to obtain wealth and health, then how come there's a lot of Christians who are sick, and how come there are a lot of poor Christians, but yet there's a lot of atheists and people out there that are enemies of God who do have that wealth and health? The prosperity gospel does not explain that, and it overlooks that problem. Jesus never told us to seek financial gain. He has always told us to to look to do for the good of the person and not for the for ourselves. Not to boast that we did something good. Not to not to tell the world that we did a good thing. We give because it's for the good of the person. That and the person receiving what we've given them. We are listening to false teachers and preachers that encourage this practice, and some churches have even gone as far as following their teaching. How can a poor struggling person who 
who can barely put food on the table and who can barely pay the bills, refuse this lie? And how can someone ignore these promises when they want to be healed after suffering a disease for many years? Or knowing that that disease could take their life. Jesus wants us to praise him and look towards him in every circumstance, whether good or bad. He does not want us to focus on material wealth and the things of this world that will not last forever. Let's read Luke 12, 16, 21. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell me, my brother, to divide, to divide my inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge for an abider between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Man's life does not consist of the abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store up all my grain and my goods. And, I will, and I'll say to myself, You have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool! This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be for anyone who stores up things for himself but is not rich towards God. If you read this story, you see that Jesus is clearly telling us to look forward to eternal life with him. The promise of eternal life, the life of abundance, our lives on earth will one day end. It's not a sin to be rich or poor, but a person can be rich financially but poor spiritually. They may have everything in this world, but without Jesus, they don't have the blessings of eternal life, and therefore they are poor. And just because someone lives in a mansion or preaches in a megachurch does not make them blessed or even a person of God. The evidence they are blessed is if they have been set free of sin and will do what they can for the for the Lord God and praise the Lord whether they are rich or poor and worship God in all situations and tell people about the loving grace of God. They have the fire of God and you can see it in them. Not because the war words they say, but because of their zeal, worship and spread the go- and their desire to spread the gospel. So, if someone says God wants you to buy them a plane or has the love of material wealth and material things don't listen because they that preacher is not righteous but if your preacher uses tithes and offerings and the Bible for their own personal gain and not for the salvation of others then they are charlatans which is why God gave us the Bible to guide us towards salvation so we wouldn't have eternal death only give to the honest people if your preacher or teacher uses tithes and offerings for the spread of the gospel and to keep the church doors open, they are honest people. God wants us to look forward to going to be with him one day and not to worry about what we gain here on earth. 
Everything we gain is dust in the wind. Nothing more. But God is forever, so he wants us to focus on him forever, and not the temporary. No one rich or poor can extend their life through things of this world. Only God knows when our days will be over here on earth. Seek Jesus because this blessing of salvation is forever. Seek the cross and eternal life with him, with Jesus, because he is forever. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I pray and thank you for this message. I pray that the listener will understand that you are their benefactor, that you are the one that gives them eternal life, not what we do on earth, not how much money we obtain, but that you, Lord, are God, and you are the one that died for us, and that you saved us from sin. We just pray that you, as you, Lord, will one day uh, reveal to the church what they are doing wrong and open their eyes so that they will know that you they need to return to their first love, which is you. We know, Lord, that there's nothing wrong with being rich. We know that poor is not people are not poor because of their sin. We know that you, Lord, are God and that there is nothing that we can do to to bring salvation upon us. That only you are the provider of salvation, which is true riches and wealth. We ask this and we know, Lord, that when the Bible says that life abundantly, we know that that life is eternal life with you. We ask this in your precious name, in Jesus' name, amen. So God bless you. I will see you next week um, where we will be talking about, um, haven't really got a sermon ready for next week. We'll work on it. Um, please go to my YouTube channel um, and look for Scott Lutz. When you get to the YouTube channel, press like um, and press the bell for notifications. And God bless you. Have a great day, and we thank you for listening to this message.